it's me. Leave a message and make it hot. This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. This is episode 150, and my name is Adam. I'm Diane. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. How's everyone doing today? Good. Good. Good, good, perfect. It seems like we are now at the calm before the storm. We're in the eye of the hurricane. We had a little mini storm going when Shake It Off came out. We're going to have a big storm when 19... 89 comes <laughs> Did out. Did you forget the title of the album? I didn't forget it, but I was born in 1988. So at first, I was I, like, my brain just naturally wants to say 1988 instead of 89. <laughs> uh, when Adam so, releases his album, it'll be called 1988. Exactly. Steve knows what's up. So basically, we're in the eye of the hurricane right now. We got a storm on either side of us, but we're back to our normal, regular programming. We got a song analysis coming up for you in just a few minutes, but of course, we got to get through a few things first. So, Sammy, what has been going on in the Taylor news lately? Um, so Taylor attended the German Radio Awards where she performed Shake It Off. The performance was a lot less theatrical than the VMA performance, and the backup singers and some of the band were seen during the performance. I personally thought this performance was much stronger than the VMA performance. You can send me hate if you want, but that's my personal opinion. <laughs> um, I thought she felt, I don't know, more in her more in her own during during it. She felt more confident doing it after she hit the high, the like the high. It's not high, but like the she the held out note, the note for yeah. a really long time. Um, like the smile on her face when she finish the note was like she was beaming from ear to ear so she was i did it i did it (laughs) yeah she was very very happy with this performance um i kind of hope that tour is more like this style performance than it is like the vma performance if i'm gonna be really honest because it was a lot stronger um and a behind the scenes video uh, has surfaced of Taylor's photo shoot for her upcoming Rolling Stone cover. The video is filmed like a home movie, showing Taylor frolicking in the sand and playing in the water at the beach. It looks like it's going to be a really awesome, awesome, awesome magazine cover. Don't know when it comes out yet, but it looks awesome. I would say probably October when the album comes out. Right? That, that would make yeah. sense, but yeah. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, and in other news, Shake It Off has hit RIAA Gold this week, selling another 355,000 copies for a total of 899,000. That's a lot of numbers. Wow, that's 100,000 short of going platinum. Yes, it is. And Um, and it's also... Steve, I feel like like this would be a Steve fact. I'm sorry to cut you off, Sammy. That's okay. What does RIAA stand for? Uh, Actually, it's the recording... Industry Association of America. Okay, cool. I've always wondered that because I know RIAA is the organization that certifies albums and singles, both gold and platinum, and I, I never had an idea what it actually stood for. it's confusing because they're all called different things because, like, the Australian one is, like, ARIA or something like that, and it's, like, the same thing but different letters and in a different order. All right. Times. But also, um, if... Uh, in music video news, um, Shake It Off music video hit 80 million views on Vivo last night. Um, so it's about tw- a 20 million short of being Vivo certified. Holy in- cow. Yeah, wow. it's like really, really moving. And it's still number two on the charts on uh, in America, on iTunes charts. Wow. V- video and song. Well then, 
Thank you for that bit of news, Sammy. You are but welcome. wait, there's more. There's more. And I'm there's always more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Taylor released a second behind the scenes video of the um, Shake It Off music video. And this time it was the ballerina segment. Um, in addition, director Mark Romanek released a video of Taylor trying to learn the hand motion she does during one part of the music video, which turns into a classic Taylor Swift hand heart, and it is absolutely adorable to watch her trying to figure that out with one of the other performers in that video. Adorbs. Adorbs. It is so cute. Her laugh at the end is, like, infectious. It's so cute. <laughs> you can watch the video um, at taylortalk.org slash episode 150. Okay, one more thing. Um, <laughs> one more. <laughs> there's more. Uh, but wait, there's one more. Yes. <laughs> um, Taylor was nominated for Female Vocalist of the Year at this year's CMA Awards. We are wondering if this was residual and they felt that they owed her one last one last nomination, or if this is something they actually feel like she earns. Well, we're gonna find out. Maybe she'll yeah. go to her last country music award. Oh, yeah. To you. Well, hopefully, if she goes, she'll win. Yeah. I we'll find out. So thank you, Diane and Sammy, for reading the news. Uh like Diane mentioned, all the videos we were just talking about there, behind the scenes of Shake It Off, behind the scenes of Rolling Stone, her performance at the German uh radio awards, all of those are gonna be up for you at taylortalk.org slash episode one fifty in case you missed out on any of those. And in case you were wondering what ta- Taylor's got coming up, now's the time to pull out your calendars because on September 19th, Taylor's going to be performing at the iHeartRadio Music Festival in fabulous Las Vegas. I could be slightly biased when I say that, though. Slightly? Slightly. I do love mm. Vegas. Uh, October 27, 1989 is released. Also on October 27, Taylor's going to be performing live in Times Square on Good Morning America. And then finally, on November 5th, the 48th annual CMA Awards air on ABC, which Diane just mentioned, Taylor's nominated for. So definitely check those out. They'll be coming up. And of course, we'll be reporting to you those all as news items as soon as they become news items instead of calendar items. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. So carrying on with our episode, we got a song analysis for you, as I promised earlier in the episode. This came as a request from Pierce, who asked us to do better than Revenge, and we thought it'd be a good request because it tied in a little bit to last week's discussion, which if you missed last week, we had a good friend of ours, Kate, come on to discuss Taylor now being a self-admitted feminist, and we all kind of came to the consensus that she always was, but now she actually is like, yes, I am. And Um, she understands it more. Mm -hmm. Sorry? And she understands what that means now. And so Kate came on. She educated us all on uh, feminism and Taylor as a feminist. And that's definitely worth checking out if you haven't already. Now, the reason it ties into this week's discussion is because we also talked about Better Than Revenge, which Kate actually mentioned is the only song she can, in fact, criticize Taylor on uh, for it being. She didn't necessarily say it is anti-feminist, but that is kind of the criticism on it. But she's going up against another person in that. And another woman at that. Another female, particularly when it was the male who wronged her, not the female. Right, which is something I definitely want to talk about later. Like this song, if I can say it on on the show, is basically um, slut shaming. Yep. Which is (gasps) not How dare you use such a word? That's you said that word last week. I listened we to the <laughs> We okay, Adam. We we cannot talk about this song without saying no, that it's slut shaming. That you can't. Can't we say it's naughty girl shaming? 
No. Sure. It doesn't okay. have the same effect. No. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve agrees with me. The guy's on the show here. Um, anyway, so like I said, that was a special request from Pierce, this song for the week, who says, I remember first hearing this song and being so shocked at how in your face it was. And it, it sure is. And, you know, we'll get into that and talk about it. And we started to. So let's get into what it's about. We hinted at it. But does anyone want to throw out a little more description? Um, I would say it's basically, you know, Taylor got broken up with by a boy. Um, in a 27 second phone call. In a 27 <laughs> second phone call. I wasn't sure if we were going there. Oh, no. I, I think we need to go there. I think we need to. Um, and she is, you know, basically blaming his new girlfriend for the fact that he broke up with her. Um, for I, I stealing her or stealing, for stealing him for stealing him i think we can all assume yeah. that the song is probably dedicated to camilla bell um you know i would say it's a safe assumption i would say it's a safe assumption as well um and you know it's as she in the in the guardian article she said um that's a, you know she wrote the song when she was 18 and that's the age that you are when you think someone can actually take your boyfriend then you grow up and realize no one uh, can take someone from you who don't want to leave that's almost a depressing quote because i mean it, like it it's is. basically saying okay he wanted to leave yeah but like, it's the truth though yeah like, like obviously the relationship was not solid at that point that they would have been able to make it you know last and she just happened to be quote-unquote the rebound yeah so what we're i guess it's more than speculation it's more or less fact at this point and just summing up what you said sammy so basically taylor was dating joe jonas he left her for camilla bell and taylor wrote this song in response to camilla bell i think it's also fair to say that we don't have any reason to believe that like he left her for Camilla Bell in terms of like, it was like she was standing there and, and was like, okay, Taylor, I'm breaking up with you because I want to be with Camilla Bell. I think they broke up for other reasons. And Camilla Bell just happened to be his next girlfriend. Well, we don't really know that, but no, the fact is that he dated them with very little space in between. So it appears as such like that he dumped Taylor because he wanted to be with Camilla. You want to know a fun story? Sure. Uh, there was one time I saw Camilla Bell at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her. She was on a date. Uh, it was not Joe's arm around her. It was another guy who I don't know who he is. And yeah. I was so tempted. I, I really, really wanted to go walk by their table and start, like, humming better than revenge. <laughs> and then I, I, I totally chickened out. I didn't do it. Oh, I would have made you do it. I would have made you. But see, the problem is, is, like, I mean, we don't know this girl, but... It's not really fair to think that, oh, she's evil because she tried to take this boy away from Taylor. Like, that's, I, I don't think that's what happened. I think she no. probably liked Joe. That's, there's nothing wrong with having a crush on a person. And Joe was just like, actually, it would be fun to date you. Like, yeah. that's, that, that's, there's no, like, evil in He's that. like, hey, here's no, this I, cute girl on the set of my music video. Let like, me just go pick her up. Yes, yeah. it's, like, it hurts and it sucks for Taylor, but there, there wasn't, like any evil in it i think that the evil part quote-unquote comes from the fact that they were so young like obviously 18 is not that young but like compared to how old they are now like that is a very 18 year old thing to believe do you know what i'm saying like it is definitely like 
that's that's your interpretation of the situation at 18 whereas you know if this situation happened to somebody say at 25 it probably you know taylor and her would probably be friends kind of thing you well know? sammy if we're going at their age and maturity level thing why don't we talk about the up and back because that in my opinion was very like petty the way <clears throat> excuse me the way joe performed that song much better than Taylor took a shot at it and references it at the end okay. of the song and, see, and sort the, of I I mean yeah the tip for tap thing was kind of tacky not gonna lie it's um, a little for, immature for, for them those, to go up and for back those like who don't that know what we're listening what we're referencing to Joe the Jonas Brothers on vine tries and drawing I don't know what lines, that name is times and wait lines vines, are you trying to figure times. out their album title yeah, yeah that's irrelevant they but wrote they, a song yes. called they much have better a song called so much better um, it is blatantly making fun of Taylor, like blatantly. Just listen to the first five lyrics of the song and just. Well, stop the first few it. lines talk about I've had enough with the teardrops, teardrops on her on guitar, her guitar. Um, and dating superstars, superstars. and <laughs> stuff like that. So yeah. um, um, the teardrops obviously was the very obvious reference. Yeah, teardrops and, on her guitar, right? And then so much better is a reference to better than revenge. Um, but I think that it's interesting that on the same album that she chose to put Better Than Revenge, she also chose to put Last Kiss. Right, which is... but hold on, Sammy. So yeah. the thing that we have to point out is this song for Taylor is not about how she is mad yeah. at Joe. And I it's think about it's... how she's mad at this girl. Yeah. So it's, it's the... kind of misplaced anger, I think. It, it definitely is, yeah. and it's the first song that I can think of off the top of my head that she's ever, you know, whether there was an issue with the boy or not, that she chose to blame the girl. Because, I mean, any song, like, if you look at, like, Picture to Burn or anything like that, like, any song, like, Picture to Burn is actually a perfect example because it's basically the exact same situation, whereas he broke up with, with Taylor and then got a new girlfriend, presumably pretty quickly, and Taylor's really jealous. But in Picture to Burn, she still blames him. This is like the only song where she decided to blame the girl. Well, here's a question, Sammy, um, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, which I don't think. Isn't Picture to Burn about a guy that cheated? I do not know. Because I in this case, either. Joe, as far as I know, Joe did not cheat. He no. simply broke up with Taylor and started dating someone else. I don't else. know if it's about cheated, it's just about a about a guy that I don't, was mean to I don't her. get the cheating vibe from yeah. Picture to Burn. I get cheating from Should Have Said No, but not from Picture to Burn. Well, Should Have Said No is pretty obviously yeah, a cheating Yeah, exactly. Song. That, that, that's what I'm saying. But, like, the Picture to Burn, if, if I mean, I don't... I get that more of, like, this kind of situation where they broke up for whatever reason and he just got a new girlfriend really, really quickly. And... You know, in Picture to Burn, her anger is still placed on him, whereas in Better Than Revenge, she decided to place it on the girl. And that was very different for Taylor. She's so here's the question, way. then. Why? Why did she choose to put I, her anger on the girl? I think that goes back yeah, to Yeah, like, why is she attacking the girl instead of Joe? Joe's the, you know, the butthead who broke up with her in 27-second phone call. he also wrote a really mean song about her. I know, but this that is the thing, though, is that... You know, if you look at how she viewed him on Fearless compared to how she viewed him on Speak Now, on Fearless she was singing um, Forever and Always, and she was still very, very angry with him. Whereas on um, uh, Speak Now, she sang Last Kiss for him. She was very sad about the situation. 
So she had kind of come to terms with it on his side. And then, you know, we have songs like um, Holy Ground that where she completely is, you know, you know, at terms with it on Red. But in Speak Now, she was very sad about the situation. And so rather than blaming him, she still needed to find a way to get out her emotions. So she wrote a really sad song for him. And then she wrote this song. Well, you know what just occurred to me is I'm thinking that perhaps the reason Taylor decided to blame the girl is because she still holds Joe in uh, high esteem. Because I think something we've concluded is she has written more songs about him than any other boyfriend, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's written so many about that relationship. And, you know, it could have also been because that was the first love. And and that could be part of the reason there's so many about him. But. All he ever wrote about her was was the petty attack. You know what I mean? So I have a feeling this relationship meant far less to him than it did to her. I don't think that's ever been debated. I think that, you know, she was very infatuated with him. And to him, she was just kind of a fling. Well, the whole point I'm getting at, though, is that's why she chose the angle of attacking the girl was because... How could Joe be wrong? It was somebody she loved so much. Right. So, yeah, but then so like, she wouldn't listen... want to view him in that light as a bad person. She like, still wants to hold him in that place of like love. And, you know, she, you know, yeah. Anyway, basically right. what you said. <laughs> yeah. Yes, what I said. Because what I say is right. Right, Diane? I, let Sammy talk. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm just like, I agree with you. But at the same time, she did write some angry songs for him. So I just feel like it kind of depended on where she was with dealing with those emotions and in that particular moment she was just really sad and hurt by what he did sammy to her. name an angry song about him forever and always there are some lines. forever and always but hang on hang on does that blame him for anything she calls him a yes she calls yes. him a um a what did she say a um scared little boy yeah i wouldn't like that <laughs> but I mean, that's still no, not attacking time. him nearly no, as angry... harshly as this attacks camilla no it's because the whole forever and always was her saying that you know he promised her something and then he couldn't come through on the promise and she's mad at him or how i was gonna say a different word but we'll stick with mad um you know she's mad at him and angry at him and it is it is an angry song whereas if you compare it to last kiss then that song is just she's just purely raw and emotional and just telling her spilling his her heart out to him and so she's kind of not forgiven him at that point obviously she hasn't but it's just a different take on this uh, situation and so at that point when she was you know kind of realizing that she was going through like it's almost like the seven stages of grief. Like she was sad at that point. So she was still angry. She still had to find a way to get her anger out. And she decided to take it out on the girl. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I was, well, I guess kind of what I was getting at is that she couldn't get angry at him. Wait, because Steve, of her you're still here. I've been here the whole time. I've patiently been waiting my turn. Okay. go. Steve, Steve. has been patiently. waiting. <laughs> Well, one of the things that we normally talk about we haven't covered yet is the secret message. Oh, I forgot about that. What's oh, the I forgot about that in the song. I don't have my CD. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> you thought I would forget. No, I forgot. I knew you no, wouldn't no, forget. No. The, that's Sammy, that's the secret, that's a secret message. message. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sammy. <laughs> Uh, so, Sammy is supposed to be our resident Taylor expert here on the show. And, okay, uh, well, okay. 
So then does the does the you in that sentence reference Camilla then? Like you thought I would forget what you did. I think that that's that's in reference to the fact that, you know, obviously this was not a new situation. She wrote about forever and always on fearless and that that had happened. And so it was kind of I mean, maybe they had a conversation at some point that was like, oh, I'm so glad you forgot about the fact that, you know, I took your boyfriend kind of thing in a joking way. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot. No, totally didn't forget. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Taylor, don't forget nothing. Nuh-uh. Nothing. So, Steve, what are your what's your interpretation of the secret message since you brought it up? I could go either way on that. I could either think that the you is referring to, to Joe to kind of pretty much put it in perspective that she still hasn't, you know, forgot about Joe and still at least is, you know, thinking about him to some degree, or it could be specific to Camilla. It's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a toss up for me. I, I don't know if I have one that I feel stronger about than the other. I mean, obviously the song is mainly geared towards the female person not the male so i would think that the you and the special message would be referring to camilla bell in this case you would think but for some reason i keep leaning towards the secret message referring to joe and it's because it's it's saying you thought i would forget and it's just i'm I'm trying to think of how to put my thought into words here because it's sort of hard to describe but um hmm it's like it's like saying, okay, have you ever it, seen, this is going to be a terrible reference, but have you ever seen movies where, like, there's bad guys that will hurt or kill someone close to the person they're actually attacking? Yeah, like Batman. Yeah. I think that, well, that's why superheroes have secret identities, so yes. the bad guy can't attack their close friends and family. Anyway, I think that's what this is. Is I think this is a shot at Joe, and she's attacking Joe by hurting somebody close to him. And do you think that because the song? Well, think about it. The song song is there is nothing better than I. Nothing I do better than revenge, Um, and it's like that's more revenge than attacking Joe directly. Is attacking the person? Yeah, but I don't think that's the way girls work in this instance. I think it's revenge on her. Revenge on her. Yeah. But is it revenge on Joe or is it revenge? specifically on the much better song Mm. uh that's a good question too because you know it could be one of those things that taylor i mean i like to think it's actually on the song the much better song i actually hope so too and i'm and i'm really glad that you said that steve because much better is not a good song it's very repetitive there's not much to it except for like there's a few versions of it well Well, until sorry go steve and to have the lyrics, I mean, if you listen to to much better, the actual song, I mean, the, the whole thing about the teardrops on the guitar, it's so obvious who he's talking about there. It's not even, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be subtle sometimes. That's that's what I think that if you're going to do that, that's why Taylor doesn't specifically name names in the songs. You know, yeah. she'll give hints, she'll do that kind of stuff, but she doesn't go directly and attack someone and if it's based on the fact of that song i can totally understand you know it's like okay well if you attacked me directly i'm gonna attack someone that you know directly well it's gonna be so much better than your song steve well that's that's it that's it diane like steve until you brought that up i i have always questioned and wondered i'm like 
okay, Taylor says she doesn't do anything better than revenge, right? What was it? What exactly was the revenge? And I'm like thinking now I'm like, the revenge is that Joe's song did poorly. And she's like, okay, you're about to get blown out of the water. Cause I'm going to write a song that's going to be a hit and everyone's going to forget your song. Diane, when did our, as our resident Jonas brother, intense fan. super fan when i was yeah. a teenager no longer when, um <laughs> when did much better come out compared to when um when did better, better than, than revenge, revenge came out um the jonas brothers album came out in 2009 in june and then um speak now came out in 2010 October 2010 so, so she would like have had a two-year difference yeah she would almost. have had plenty of time to write a song for that exact reason the rather than have right. written it right after the situation occurred well so Sammy, i we know that this was in response um no because i know of the but line i'm saying of, no know. i know but i'm saying that it you know if we want to go with the angle that the the revenge part is actually about the song rather than about um her feelings towards camilla that kind of makes sense rather than her writing it right after you know their their relationship started you know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of makes more sense. It does. The fact that it's in revenge to the song is what you're talking yeah. about, right? Yeah, yeah, because it is in response to the song, so therefore it would be revenge on the song. Right, rather than revenge on Camilla taking her boyfriend. Except the thing is, though, is most of this song, Taylor has such sharp digs at this girl. Yeah, she does. Like, well, she had to fill an entire song. She couldn't yeah, but she write the insult. The in- They're really <laughs> mean, though. Like, she must have just had a lot of pent-up anger about this child. Yeah. Well, as long as we're getting into lyrics, first off, the line I was talking about specifically is, uh, you know, so much better. When Taylor says... Wh- it's at the very end. Yeah. At the very end. You- yes, yes, yes. I'm scrolling to the end of the lyrics. I'm reading them. I think I highlighted it. About, um, show me how much better you are. And that's obviously the response to the song. Much yes. better where Joe tries to claim Camilla's better. Um, so that would make sense still, though, that it's in response to the song because... If the Jonas Brothers song is claiming that Camilla is better than Taylor, so much better, or whatever wording it uses, I'm not familiar with their song as much as I am this one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they probably have some descriptors in their things saying why Camilla is better than Taylor. So they don't, they though. They, they don't. don't? Ironic, they have more descriptors about how horrible taylor is than about how much better camilla is like the 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 only thing that they say about her is just that she's so much better oh that's low they're low there's nothing there's really nothing going on in that song you know honestly that song is more like those though like when you're like five and six years old and the little boy on the playground that likes you is like coming around running around pulling your hair kind of thing like that's what the song is they're Mm. pulling taylor's hair (laughs) like that yeah no that's low in that case you just made my thought there null and void Uh, Um, let me read you a couple of the lyrics from much better just give you an idea here the song actually starts out i get a rep for breaking hearts now i'm done with superstars and all the teardrops on her guitar i'm not bitter but now i see everything i need is the girl in front of me she's much better okay that clears it up for me. And Steve, you read that in a very poetic manner. I'm very impressed. <laughs> Round of applause for Steve, everybody. <laughs> um, that, that was love. Actually, no, we're supposed to snap. Right? Oh, yeah, because it was poetry. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> well read, Steve. But that does clear it up. So their song is... So, I mean, it is still along the lines of what I was getting at. There may not be 
uh, specific descriptions. However, it is about Camilla being better. So therefore, Taylor would attack Camilla and show that she's not better and yes. that she's only known for the things that she does on the mattress. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I think, as I mean, I struggle with the song, I think in the same way that Kate did in terms of it's just, it's very out of character for Taylor to, you know start hating on this girl for seemingly no reason other than taking her but boyfriend which she yes, didn't even really but, do yeah, but however Sammy, hold on. wait oh yeah well like i don't think it's out of character for taylor because people like if this were to um if this were to um 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 happen to you in your life you're obviously going to be angry so i think this oh yeah i would say way just taylor case. being very very pissed off and just trying to throw everything she has at that's girl, possible Diane. yeah that's yeah. possible in terms of writing it however taylor doesn't release everything she writes that's true. yeah there i'm sure that there were way worse written lyrics for this song <laughs> that were not released that's however true. i think that i i give taylor a lot of credit for how poetically she slut shame this girl like i'm not gonna say what i want to say but the fact that she she doesn't just she doesn't just write out exactly what she wants to say she totally skirts around it and it's really awesome one of my favorite lines in this song is she's not a saint she's not what you think she's an actress she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress um and forgive me for saying this but when i saw when i saw her at that restaurant that one night with a guy that had his arm around her that line was all i could think about <laughs> oh no <laughs> like, i just like i know that it's rude and you know that taylor shouldn't have done it but i also have been 18 and so i know what that feeling's right. like about watching somebody else being with the guy that you want to be with and i just think it was so poetic and restraint of taylor that she didn't just flat out call her well she's almost saying that (laughs) this girl is bad at her job like she's not good in the um she is she's saying that or she's saying she's good at being an actress no she's bad because she is better known for the things that she does on the mattress like in that world people know her for the stuff that she does not the stuff that she does in movies Mm. so yeah. hey didn't she do that one disney movie where she was surfing rip girls yeah I yeah that, that, was, that was a cool one that was, that was a great movie <laughs> <laughs> sammy i feel like we cut you off did you have anything else on those lyrics uh, that you were no, saying not really um i'm just looking through the other lyrics i highlighted i really i really 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 like um the talking at the beginning where she goes now go stand in the corner and think about what you did Um, And I think that this kind of goes into um, the tour performance, which we'll talk about in a second, or we can talk about now if you want. If you're going into it, go into Um, it. I'm going into it because I think that the Speak Now tour performance of Better Than Revenge is one of my all-time favorite performances Taylor's done. Can you briefly describe it just to remind everybody? Yeah, basically it's on the bridge, kind of like how You Belong With Me was. Like, it almost looks exactly like You Belong With Me in the Red Tour. Um and you hear a phone in the blackout you hear a phone ringing and it rings a whole bunch of times and then a answering machine picks up and it's liz and liz goes hey it's me leave a message make it hot and then all you hear is now you go stand in the corner and think about what you did and the music starts and it's just freaking awesome make like it, it was hot. just perfect <laughs> and i just i i just thought it was awesome <laughs> that's it <laughs> Okay, Sammy's done. Anybody else have thoughts on the uh, music video there? 
Oh, you mean you mean the, the you tour, mean tour performance? performance? Tour performance, whatever. You know what I meant. There was no music video. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a sec. Also, I, I think the red red dress was an excellent choice. Me too. Maybe that was like a, a indicator, a sort of foreshadowing of red. Maybe. <laughs> so, so this one was haunted also because she wore red and haunted. Yes, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> Sammy. So speaking of music video and there not being one, I've been waiting all episode to put somebody on our panel on the spot. And not I me. think that person knows who she is. So Steve can no. take a deep breath. Who? Still a 50-50 chance on Sammy versus Who? Diane here. What's happening? But one of our hosts, a long time ago... Oh, not me. <laughs> ...made an attempt to create her own Better Than Revenge music video because there isn't one that exists. So, since we have a segment we'd like to do called Director's Chair, where we envision how we would direct the video were there a video... Diane, would you care to share how you were making your video? My uh, scrapped vision. Are you are you <laughs> too happen. embarrassed right now? No, I'm not. And it's actually on my laptop at my parents' house, which I should get and put online at some point. But basically what my video idea was where I filmed this with my friend and this one guy too. And the concept was that this guy stole my boyfriend, although, you know, it doesn't happen. Um, and I was mad about it, so I was trying to think how I could get back at this girl, and I thought, okay, well, since I'm Taylor Swift, I will write a song and and um and um and um sing that on tour to millions of people and and like say to the world how awful this girl was, and basically isn't that what she did? Her. That's exactly what she did. So <laughs> I took it very literal, but I was also um. How old was I? I think I was like 19 at the time. So I definitely was more on the side with her and, you know, and thinking like, okay, this is awful because this girl stole this guy from her. But now I think, no, that's 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 not the way I would do it because it's I, I don't know. I mean, I've grown because up, so. Taylor already did it that way. And yeah. But anyway, that was my idea. It's kind of a neat thought. It's like a literal interpretation of the song itself. Um, I think something that would be kind of funny if they wanted to go a funny route with the music video would be a series of ways that you could get revenge on some girl. And there would be some actor in it or actress, whatever, that that's uh, the victim. And then there's all kinds of instances like where a bucket of water gets dumped on their head. <laughs> Just nice. innocent type pranks, but ones that could be seen as getting quote unquote revenge. revenge. That's cool. I like that concept. I thought it would be a funny one. That would be a funny version of it. Yeah. Steve, what have you got for me? Um, I would almost like to incorporate from the tour the whole little phone call part at the beginning. Oh. I'm not sure where I'd go with it from there, but that is kind of a very memorable part of the tour, and I think that that would actually work in a music video. Okay. Kind of have that. So. Now, one of the videos did start with her on a phone. Somebody fill in the blank for me because I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, one of the videos. Um, one of her actual music videos started our, our with her. Song? She's on the phone with our song. Yes. So would that not be too similar to that? Um, I don't think so, because I mean the whole tone is different, right? Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the tone's very different between the two, but. Sorry, I'm semi-distracted because Sammy dropped out of the call. I'm trying to get her back in. So you guys you guys talk amongst yourselves for a moment. Uh-huh. Can I actually yeah. mention something? Th Go sorry, ahead. Steve. 
this goes back to the um s- song lyrics and i didn't get a chance to say this during like the main chunk because we changed topics really fast but um the first line of the song when she says now go stand in the corner and and think about what you did to me that sounds like a parent talking to a child um and then later in the song she it's in the chorus uh hold on let me get it um she says uh soon she's gonna find stealing stealing other people's toys on the playground won't make you many friends so she kind of goes back to this concept of like she's talking to a kid so in in my mind this song itself is very um immature of taylor to you know because girls cannot steal guys from girls because that just doesn't happen so it almost like points out to the fact that this song is kind of um immature because she's i don't know like she 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 puts in things from um from um from childhood in the song do you know what i'm saying does that make sense to you so what that does what about for a video then doing something like that showing kids on a playground and a bully and stuff like that right i mean would that not be fitting for the song as a whole or I don't know. Like have them steal toys and that kind of stuff. And then maybe even steal like, especially at a young age sort of thing. Because people don't really have real relationships that, that, you know, really like I'm thinking like elementary school age kind of playground set up here. Uh And, you know, and then have like a little uh, the girl takes the, the boy away from the other girl who's, you know, they're playing games or something like that. And then they, you know. That'd be interesting. That would actually be really cool to use kids uh, to play out this storyline. Although, mm-hmm. would it be a little... Is the is it too much of a mature content type song to use little kids? Well, that's kids? the problem with it, yeah. Well, not really, though, because the kids don't have to know what they're playing out. I mean, you could just use it. Them. It's just showing a younger <laughs> version Damn, that's of terrible. where things go. I don't know. I think it could work. You think it could be an work? Interesting, interesting yeah. concept. I guess. Um, any other ideas? I'm still trying to get Sammy back in on the conversation with us. And she just, I don't know what's with her internet, but. She just doesn't like us anymore. She's tired of talking about Better Than Revenge. Yes. Tired of talking about it? Yeah. That's perhaps true. Uh, she's like, there's nothing I do better than revenge. I'm going to mess up your podcast episode. <laughs> Peace <Nah>. out. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to call her again. Um, in the meantime, do you guys have any other thoughts on anything? The lyrics, the performance, the video, or lack of video? Um, Joe Jonas, who it's about, we got that. We never talked about if we liked it, the song or not. Yeah. Never we talked if we liked it or not. Well, we, we always do that at the end. We give it well, like yeah, uh, just, out of 13 I'm just saying we should, stars. We should do that. We okay, do Steve. That. On a scale of 1 to 13... How would you rank this song? I would give it uh, a twelve. A twelve. That's high. That is pretty high. And and the reason that I give it that is Taylor Taylor surprised me with this song being on on the album. When I listened to it the first time, and I'm like, wait, what did she say? Yeah. You know, it was a very different song, and part of what you have to do as a songwriter is take some risk and say, hey, you know what? I really think this song needs to be on my album. I feel a certain way about it. And not be concerned with any backlash or critics and, and that kind of stuff. And and I think it was a brave thing to put it on the album. 
I, I do think that, you know, Taylor may regret putting it on there to some degree. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. I think she probably Okay, does. there we go. Oh, whoa. And Who are you? Sammy's back. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Um, Sammy, we were just ranking it on a scale of 1 to 13 while you were gone, but if you have an nope. interpretation of how you would see the music video, we can If you can, can hear me, just pause. do it without me, because I can't hear you. What? Well, that's awkward. <laughs> that just made it really awkward. Um, <laughs> All right, bye, Sammy. We love you. <laughs> okay. Kicking her out of the group now, hanging up on her. Boom. See ya. Um, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so, Steve... <laughs> uh maybe this was just one of her earlier risks because i mean and and it played it ended up paying off in the end because this song became really big and it was a popular one on tour it was popular among her fans Mm -hmm. uh you know and and that's what encouraged her to take risks later like i mean right now as we know releasing an entire pop album huge risk for her huge but it's really not though is it it not though it is it I is. I don't think so because she's already been in pop for so long. But I think that's yeah. It. But to to be able to kind of cut your country roots and everything else like that, I mean that's that's, that's a true. tough tough thing to be able to do. But you know, it's one of those things that she has a better chance to succeed even more by focusing on the oh, yeah. you know a single channel than to Sammy. Be... Can you actually hear us this time? No, apparently she can't. not. No. Okay, apparently bye, not. Sammy. Everybody out there Hello. listening, say bye, Sammy. Bye, Sammy. Okay. Okay. Let's continue. I'm sorry, Lisa. Steve. That's twice in a row that Sammy's interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> She's officially off this episode. Uh-oh. <laughs> She's gone. She's in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> She's going to stand in the corner and think about what she did. So, so so, what about the rest of the numbers? Who else? Diane, Diane. 1 to 13. Hi. Um. Hi. Hi. I. Uh, this is hard for me because... Like you, Steve, at the time when I first heard the song, I was like, wow, this is awesome. Taylor's really, like, getting into, you know, she's, I don't know, taking, she's, um, she's, um, taking this huge risk. But now looking back, I, I just see it as a song that just kind of shows Taylor at the age that she was at. So it's kind of hard for me to like this song now. Did your perception change based on last week's episode? I think it just changed when I got um, older and I realized that, like, it's just, I don't, it's just not, it's not a good thing to do as a girl, you know? Okay. Sure. Well, on another note, Sammy just texted me that she heard us that time. It's like, well, why didn't she say anything? Should we try one more time? If you really want to. Te- team vote. All in favor, say aye. <laughs> aye. <laughs> Steve's Sammy in favor. Back. Diane didn't respond, so we'll... I just I just think we need to get moving. I know, holding us up. <laughs> well, Adam, what is your number on this? I'm giving it a thirteen. Really? I like it. I like it because I can actually rock out to it. That's one. Mm-hmm. Two, like Steve said, it's risky, and I admire that in her. Mm-hmm. And Hello? can you hear us, Sammy? Sammy. Yes, can you hear me? Oh my Finally. gosh. Okay, anyway, continue with your ranking. So, we, Sammy, we were just in the, we were just in the middle of ranking it from 1 to 13. Uh Steve gave it a 12. Diane, did you actually give it a number? No, I didn't. See, Diane's just like, "Oh, I don't like it as much as I used to." I gave it a 13. Oh, it's hard. I I okay, I think it's a well-written song, but I give it a number. 6. 
What? That's less than 50%. Yeah. D- Diane, just as much That's as... That's a low it, ball. It, I thought I was going to low ball it. No. And um, I'm going to... Huh? What? Sammy? Ah! You're there. I hear you. I heard you. Ah! What? No, I'm here. Yeah, give it a number. <laughs> but I didn't hear anybody else. It doesn't uh, matter. Uh, uh, 11. Before 11. Before you cut me off. Um, I think it's a good song, but it's not her strongest. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you to everybody who sat through our Sammy issues. Um, <laughs> hope you all enjoyed the conversation on Better Than Revenge. If you're new to the show, uh, this is kind of a standard song analysis that we do, and we break our songs down and look at what they mean and things like that. And we hope you enjoyed this first one. I thought it went really well. I'm glad you guys uh, – I think you – well, Steve likes Better Than Revenge, and I like it, but, you know. It's interesting. It's Diane hates it, apparently. Like Diane's yeah, fired. Tweet um, us what you think of it. Meh. Alrighty then. So, carrying on with the episode, we got some mini-segment submissions submitted by you guys. So, Diane, could you please give us our first one? The first one comes from future Mrs. J. Wolf, and she says, If Swifties ruled the world, there would be more acts of random kindness. True that. Nice. Although, we Swifties do nothing better than revenge. (laughs) Had to do it. Had to say it. All right, next up, we got a back-to-back, a a double from Liz on Facebook who said, if Swifties ruled the world, all Swifties would have all Taylor merch for free and get to meet Taylor on their birthday every year. Ooh, I like that. That would keep Taylor very busy because she would have to meet new people every single day. (laughs) What's wrong with that? That's a great idea. That would be... (laughs) But what if people... The same fans have not the same fans. Fans have the same birthday. They do. The That's why I said so she would have to meet a lot her. of people the same day every day. Yes. All right. And the second one from Liz said, "You know you're Swifty when you check Taylor's Twitter like thirteen thousand times a day to make sure you don't miss any tweets." And Liz, I am about to blow your mind with something amazing. You can set up Twitter notifications where your phone will beep every single time Taylor tweets and let you know. And you will never miss a tweet. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Too many, too many people have notifications, so it takes too long. No, I hardly ever get them. Long and get them is different. I get every single one. I, I get them at the same time. But the thing that you won't get, I is don't, if, is if Taylor tweets a person that you're not following, you're not going to get that. Well, that's Twitter just how Twitter works. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just letting you know that you won't get it every single time she tweets but but either way liz there is a function that twitter allows you to set up notifications so it will actually notify you on your mobile device when taylor tweets so that's a cool function definitely look into it did we lose sammy again (laughs) no she's here i think she's just no i'm still here sammy's frazzled right now well she has the next mini segment i'm frazzled (laughs) Um, okay, well, I'm going to do the mini-segment, and hopefully people will hear it. Um, if Swifties ruled the world, there would be less liars, dirty cheats, and bullies. And that's from It's Me, Becca X, on Twitter. I Boom. Love that. Nice. I love it. Okay, the next one comes from Lou via Facebook. Yeah, I'm delayed. You know, you're a Swifty when your new desk at work overlooks the stadium. You saw Taylor play at and you listen to the red tour playlist as you look at the stadium and think back to december all the time 
That's oh. awesome. I assume Lou saw Taylor in December. Oh, yes, yeah, I think so. That. Well, that's why. Yeah, I think that. She did. Not only that, yeah, but to be did. able to be yes. at work and be able to to see outside is always a nice thing. Let alone <laughs> no, to be able to see the stadium is. where she played at. Because at the um the um place that I work, I don't get a window, so I'm just trapped in box. Mm. I know it sucks. So, right. Good job, Lou. Uh, this next one comes from Yellow Jello ninety seven. What a cool name! I know. And they say, if Swifties ruled the world, every house must have a shrine for Meredith and Olivia. Mm. What if you're allergic to cats? What? That's a problem. <laughs> that wouldn't work for me. What would go in a shrine for Meredith and Olivia? Uh, are they like gold statues or I don't know, something like that. Hmm. Interesting. All right, Evan on Facebook says, you know you're Swifty when you started drinking pumpkin spice lattes because Taylor yes. drinks it. Now I'm addicted and blame Taylor for making me like something she likes. <laughs> and they're in season now, which they is great. They are. You can get them right now. At your I local can't Starbucks. do it. They're gross. Funny you say that, Steve. Um, Sammy, can you read the next one? Because I, I it's related. Um, at Taylor Talk 13, pumpkin spice lattes would be most probably be available all year long and that's from marvelous swift on twitter now as in if swifties ruled the world they'd be available all year long so steve mm-hmm. does that answer your question or not question you know I, but... right. I, I think Sorry. it would ruin it though <laughs> if they if you could get them all year long though i love them but that that's the special of the season you know that it's kind of like taylor if she was on tour every single day it wouldn't be as great as that little lull that we have waiting for a new album and waiting for a new tour. Steve, wash your mouth out. No, if Taylor no, were on tour every day, about... I would go every day. But It's not yes, possible. But, but, but you know it, would, it would cease to be a special. Right. Okay. That's true. <laughs> Steve, always Mr. Logical. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Okay, and uh, I got the next one here, and this is from Twitter from... Travis underscore Swifty, and that is Swifty as in the IE, which Adam and I say is the wrong way, but grammatically that's okay. incorrect. <laughs> Although we get still... a lot of hate for that. More than anything we've ever said on this show, we get the most hate for the spelling of Swifty. That's because it's a personal <laughs> belief, and people think that we're making fun of them personally or attacking them personally. I'm not attacking anybody. Yeah, but, but it's, people a, but it's a great Twitter that. name nonetheless. Yeah. I like it. Uh, if Swifties ruled the world, we would have a flag with Tay's face on it. Do you know what's funny? Is there was actually a video recently. I, I forget which organization put it out. They did a video saying, or just basically interviewing a lot of people on the street saying that the U.S. is overdue to have a female face on our currency here in the United States. Oh and my gosh, who would you think? Right. And they went through all these people, and it was so funny because people are saying all these different historical figures, like, you know, just Martha Washington and, um, um, why am I trying to blank? Betsy Ross, who created the first American flag, and just all these women throughout history. And finally, someone at the end is like, I would put Taylor Swift on it. I think that would be a horrible idea. I think that'd be a brilliant idea. Oh, here, here's why. <laughs> I'm going to go logical on you. Again. I think that would be hilarious. The yes. reason that it would be a horrible idea to put Taylor Swift on money is because then everybody would hoard it and not spend any of it, and that would totally destroy the entire banking currency system. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve, what if they were just? What if they were on like the hundred dollar bill, which we don't have many of anyway? We would we would then... start trying to put all our dollars together to get just at least one hundred. I mean, think about the. Uh, 
the state quarters that they had where it had a picture of each state and people hoarded those and had the boards that you put all, all I, have I have one I have a board uh, but Steve but Steve that was because we, those were at the time collectors items they, they were intended fun. to be collectors items until everybody collected them well do you think that's what happened to the um e do you think that's what brought our um economy down Steve? no it didn't I <laughs> yeah know. i didn't think so <laughs> don't listen to steve if taylor wants if taylor's face goes on the dollar bill i'd be happy <laughs> who's actually currently on our dollar bill <laughs> is that a serious really? question yeah i don't remember i just spend them is it george, george washington? washington got it that I, was embarrassing yes. wow <laughs> diane why don't you read the next uh submission here I'm smart, I promise. Okay, this is from Fearlessly Able, and they say, if Swifties ruled the world, awkward dancing would win gold in any dance competition. Heck yeah. Yeah. Then I'd actually have a chance of winning. If I were the judge, I'd give it the gold. They should add that to the Olympics as an official summer game. (laughs) Awkward dancing? Yeah. (laughs) That'd be funny, make it a global phenomenon. (laughs) Why not? I... I don't know, Steve. <laughs> that seems pretty logical. Steve, start a petition. Yeah, there we go. All right, and the last one, oh boy. From 1RU511 on Twitter said, if Swifties ruled the world, there'd be a Taylor Talk radio station on 24-7. That sounds like a lot of work. You, know you could just, could uh, like the podcast, just play our episodes over and over again. We'll exactly. just have reruns. Oh, reruns, Steve. Yeah. Taylor Talk in syndication. Yes. Yeah. You like that idea, podcast. right? What? You like that idea. I guess, except some of the things we discuss are, are so time sensitive that I don't know if uh, old episodes, like like I said earlier in the episode, we've been doing this almost three years now. If you go back to the beginning, some of the things are so irrelevant, like discussions on the Speak Now tour. Like, yeah, but they're throwback episodes. I suppose. <laughs> Nostalgic purposes, talk about yeah. the Speak Now tour. But... Um, you know, we've already been through Speak Now and Red Tour and going to be on the 1989 tour soon. Woo! Woo! All right, so thank you to everybody who sent those in. Please keep them coming for future episodes. You know how to reach us. TaylorTalk.org slash contact has all those methods in case you forgot. One more segment before we go. What are Swifties listening to where you guys share with us what's going on in your iPod besides Taylor? And Justin13Swift on Twitter said, Swifties are listening to Work Song. By somebody help me out with this. Hoiser? Hoiser? Sounds good. Hoiser, I think. H O Z I E R. Taylor tweeted about him, and I'm seeing him at the iTunes Festival later this month. That'll be cool for you, Justin. This is a good song, guys. I like it. All I'm jealous. Work song is awesome. I'm not a fan. You guys, you have to download it. Personally, I'm not a fan, but that doesn't mean you you won't be. I, I, it's, I don't, it's, it's weird to me. Adam doesn't understand art. <laughs> I wanna I I wanna listen to the one that Lily Aldridge recommended. I just downloaded the one Taylor recommended faster than what Lily Aldridge downloaded. Did she recommend something by the same artist? Just different song? Sammy? Yeah, that's why Taylor recommended work song. Yes. Okay. I gotcha. Because- well, if you're interested, Justin likes it, Sammy likes it, Diane likes it, Steve's gonna check it out. So definitely you guys should check it out if you're interested. Um it- Taylor likes it. That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) So thanks for sharing that, Justin. 
But it's time to bid you guys adieu and uh, wrap it up for episode 150. Remember, guys, if you want to submit to any of the mini segments, you can always reach out to us and contact us and talk to us, even if you just want to say hi and provide some feedback on the episode. It'll be great to hear from you guys. You can, of course, email us, taylortalk at taylorswift13.org. You can tweet us, Facebook us, Taylor connect us, or ask us a question on AskFM all to the username taylortalk13. If you want to hear your voice on the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a voicemail to area code 240-31-SWIFT or directly on the website, taylortalk.org. And, of course, you can text message us to area code 240-31-SWIFT. And we'd love to hear from you guys. You can also leave us a voicemail on the Facebook page, taylortalk.org slash taylortalk facebook.com slash taylor talk 13 i've done this spiel way too many times uh to still be screwing it up but i do anyway so for this week and for episode 150 of taylor talk the taylor swift podcast this has been adam diane sammy and steve saying have a great week guys we'll see you all next time bye 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 guys take care this podcast is not directly affiliated with taylor swift